The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. And welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check check me out, as the kids say, on Drive Tuesday to Friday, including today. That is one of those days from 4pm. Anyway, more on that later. We kick off today's podcast show, whatever you want to call it, with a sensational claim from my partner in Radio Crime, Premier League 100 member Darren Bent who thinks the Chelsea boss, Thomas Tickle Tickle, would be the perfect man for Manchester United. How dare he? Thomas Tuchel's in a different bracket to them two, to Ten Hag and Pochettino. Pochettino's gone to PSG and failed, you have to say. Gone, to, gone out of the Champions League, didn't win the French League last season, he's won it this season, I think he's lost the cup. Doesn't look like he can handle big egos at all. You have to see, T- Thomas Tuchel went to PSG, got him to a Champions League final, won the league, and he was called a failure, but he got him to the final. But if you if you ask me, Thomas Tuchel was a top-class manager. I, I can't see him. He looks quite, he's quite loyal to Chelsea, but you never know what can happen when the takeover does happen. But if there was an, an inkling that Manchester United could get Thomas Tuchel, I'd go all out to get him. Thomas Tuchel, I think, is, is a ridiculous shout. I don't think that's going to happen in any way, shape or form. Why not? Well, it's a step down for one. I mean, we could argue that, but ultimately, <coughs> it's, it's, it's a big, it's a bigger club in name mm. and simple as that. But why would he leave? Chelsea's going to get bored. No, but this is Chelsea the, are not going out. Chelsea I mean, are not going out of business. But this is the thing; it, it all depends on who buys Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, but that, but, so it's not going to happen currently. First thing you do is new owners of Chelsea you come in and you give two call cool five year deal or something and say, right, let's get this, let's get this ship steadied, done and dusted. Now, Man City and Liverpool fans could face a nightmare journey going to Wembley for a massive FA Cup semi due to railway engineering. Hmm. Former Palace Mona, sorry, <clears throat> owner, that should be, Simon Jordan has said that the match should be played away from Wembley. It would seem to me, prima facie, that there's a reasonable argument for relocating this game into the north of England given the teams that are playing in it. Exactly. Right? It would seem to me, now exactly. I would like to know why, and the FA should be transparent on it, if they were going to uphold the principle of staying at Wembley, what the commercial reasons would be behind it and what they're going to do to provide a solution. If they're going to provide a solution which is viable, like we're going to make sure that all the travel companies can bus people in, and I know the argument is on a bank holiday weekend it's going to be difficult, Yeah. but you know what, if it's difficult, it's difficult. If there's not a viable alternative, what would be the viable alternative? Old Trafford? So we've got three weeks, so we don't need to do it on the back of a fag packet. Everyone can think it through properly and have an announcement by the end of the week, which is basically, we have decided that the best location for all people intended is this for that reason and that for this. The mayors of Greater Manchester and Liverpool 
Liverpool City region have called on the Football Association to change the location of next month's FA Cup semi-final between Man City and Liverpool. We don't just jump up and down because fan groups that, that, that have a view on things scream from the rooftops about what they think they should and shouldn't have without understanding all of the peculiarities. Once they've understood, and it should be quick and prompt and efficient, then make the decision. Now, referee Michael Dean is set to retire at the end of the season but will continue as VAR official. Who cares? That's a bit harsh. Legendary manager Neil Warnock, who often has a thing to say about match officials, joined TalkSport Breakfast. And he was asked if he's going to send Mike Dean a happy retirement card. Get your popcorn. This one should be a good listen. Ten years too late. Oh. <laughs> That's the problem. I wouldn't spend twelve pence on him. No, is that? I don't. Whatever the cost of a stamp, I wouldn't spend it on Mike Dean. If I'm honest, he's cost me more than that over the years. <laughs> when he refereed me, his first time he refereed me was at Hartlepool, and he was so bad. And I remember saying, "Can I see you after the game, refereeing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I goes after half an hour, like he tells me. And at Hartlepool, I said to him, where's the referee? He'd run across the pitch to get out of the car park. And I actually chased him and had a chat with him in the car park. <laughs> but it, he's not he's just a, he's a robot as a referee he was. He knew all the rules inside out. He had no idea about man management. Listen, he's, he's, as, good, he's as good as anything when you look at him. He's, he, he has great games. I look at him and I think he doesn't have to do what he does. He almost does things in the game to put himself out there when he doesn't have to. If he refereed like my dad used to say, a good referee was never being seen, my dad used to say to me. Mm. And he, he could referee like that, but he, he has to do that extra bit for some reason. He has to do that extra bit in the limelight. But it, overall, he's a, he's a very, very good referee. You know, he knows everything about it. It's just that he gets carried away. On now to kick off with Daniel Mills and Hugh Wissencroft. He was in the mould of the Jeff Winters and Graham Pohl, where it was airing on the side of arrogance, all about me, I want to be the superstar. And that's not how a referee should be. You know, referees, old school, should be seen and not heard. Just get on and referee the game. You know, winking at cameras and sort of celebrating your own good decisions. Leave that for the players, please. I'm I'm not sorry to see him go. He's turned into a caricature, hasn't he? Whenever Mike Dean referees it, everyone's going, what's he going to do? One of the most iconic referees of all time didn't court the media. Even Howard Webb didn't court the media or do the sort of things that Mike Dean did. So, no, I, I, don't, I don't think he'd be missed. Now, you may recall in the last episode of the podcast, Gabby Agbonlahor was not very happy with the way Arsenal celebrated their victory at his old club, Aston Villa. Oh, cry! Well, Laura Woods defended the Gunners and here's Gabby making a massive retraction. Mm, That could have gone horribly wrong, that sentence. The scenes from the players and, you know, we were right behind the fans. It was like they'd won the league, not beating Aston Villa, a team that they should be beating. If you're not allowed to celebrate your wins, however big or however small (coughs) they are, what's the point in going to football? Should we just wait until the end of the 38-game season and then celebrate where we are in the league? It doesn't really work like that. Yes, I've seen Laura's comments. She's spot on. You know, Laura puts me in my place a lot. This is why she's getting awards, because she's a top presenter. I was very bitter after the game, because where I was watching the game from, I could see the Arsenal fans all game, seeing them after the game celebrating. I think it was a bit of jealousy from me. I take that comment back, and I apologise to Arsenal fans. Their celebrations were fine, and I'm sure Arsenal will get that top four position. But... 
Jamie O'Hara, pipe down. Now, Leeds United manager Ted Lasso, sorry, Jesse March, has been speaking to our partner station, Sirius XMFC in the USA. Blimey, there's a lot of letters there. He spoke about being a coach in the Premier League, as he would call it, and how he's dealing with the bias against Americans. First win in seven for Leeds. Boy, did they need it. I'll try to handle myself with the media the way that I can. I, I can laugh at myself. I'm, I'm okay. I, I know not everyone's going to like me. I know that there will always be some people that are going to judge me more by if I say whatever the stupid terminology that they want to hear me say or want, don't want to hear me say. I, 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 I hear more and more things every day that people aren't happy about what I say. But honestly, like, give me a break. If the team plays with heart and goes after the game, I, I think that people will learn to tolerate my accent. And, and I, don't, I don't care. And here's Jamie O'Hara and Darren Ambrose on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar. Oh, David Beckham has scored! England have got the goal! And David Beckham is the saviour! And England are going to the World Cup Finals after all! I feel Beckham was underrated as a, as a player, I think. David Beckham, he gets we never in, got past court final, David Beckham. He gets into the England team now, for me, Beckham. Over who? Any one of them. I'd yeah. have him over any one of them, yeah. So you'd play him over Harry Kane, would you? No, obviously in his position. <laughs> Imagine Beckham playing with Harry Kane, putting some of the delivery that he can put in. I'd have him in front of Trent. But Trent's delivery and It's not as good assists. as Beckham's. What? Trent's delivery is not, not as good as David Beckham. Come on, Jay. You know, you know I'm right there. It's not. David Beckham was elite. He, his delivery was elite. That's what he was known for. Trent's elite. Trent's got great delivery and he's the best, probably delivers the best I ball for, in the England team. I think you'd be nostalgic. Potentially, potentially, yeah. But I think David Beckham, in his prime, gets into any team in the Premier League now, in his prime. Yet again, he has done it. 1-0 to England with Sterling on the score sheet. It's hard to compare Beckham to Sterling. Sterling hasn't done anything as great as that Beckham free kick against Greece, right? Right. He's scored in massive games that have got us into massive get a great, yeah, massive stages games, of competitions. It's hard to compare when that goal would just never, ever, ever be forgotten. Yeah, if you think about the most iconic moments of Sterling If, if you think about the most iconic moments, yeah. that goal will never, ever, ever be forgotten. The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. 
With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Time now to hear from the boxing promoter, Eddie Hearn, discussing heavyweight Anthony Joshua and why he needs a dangerous opponent in June. The only fight that AJ wants right now is Alexander Usyk. You know, since he lost at Spurs, it's been on his mind, wants to try and win his belts back, wants to try and, and, and correct the defeat. Last week, or maybe 10 days ago, I spoke to Alex Krasik and Team Usyk, and things honestly didn't sound great. Usyk's in Ukraine. I felt that actually he wouldn't be ready to fight by the end of June. Then I felt that Alexander Usyk actually was going to take the fight. This was probably three or four days ago because they talked about where they could start camp and stuff like that. Then Vasily Lomachenko came out last night and said, I'm not fighting. They're like that. You know, they're, they're so close, the pair of them. It, it would be unusual for one to go one way. One. So you don't get many chances to fight for the heavyweight world title. And AJ just wants that. But he also needs to fight. So we've said to Team Usyk, look, if you need more time, September, October, whatever... We'll, we'll delay it, we'll give you more time, but we want to fight in June. Better than AJ, shut up! Best in the ring. From a Southpaw perspective, which would be great preparation for the Usyk fight, you've got Luis Ortiz, you've got Otto Wallin, you've got Joe Joyce has gone into overdrive at the moment, you know, calling AJ out quite right as well. Um, AJ talks about Deontay Wilder, unrealistic as far as I'm concerned, but he doesn't want to fight some you know a, a warm-up fight or no, someone that's no. an easy fight because i think he feels like he'll underperform if he does i think the talk sport daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with enterprise rent-a-car whatever your mission home or away don't delay enterprise has the vehicle for the job rent from the best lineup in the uk with over 450 branches enterprise has what your business needs from compact three-door cars to spacious suvs and people carriers to vans they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job to find out more and book visit enterprise.co.uk the men's room a talk sport podcast in partnership with tool station from masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor-Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. I think he wants to have that fear factor. And all of those fights are very dangerous. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talk Apple. We'll be getting podcasts from Care. I'm back on Drive Time on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive, from 4pm today, alongside the fun boy again. No. I don't know how he's managed to get that kick again either. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks about Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it, where we build up to Wales's crucial World Cup qualifier. Wales's or Wales? Wales's. Where, anyway, we're building up to that one. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.